is the Powerful Nonsense Podcast. Learn everything you need to know to make a living outside the 9 to 5 grind and crush it at life. You'll learn from inspirational guests and in-depth discussions. Go from employee to entrepreneur and start creating a life you love and still pay the bills. So here are your hosts, Wayne Ingram and Jem Yildiz. Let's get on with the show! This podcast is sponsored by the University of Northampton, the first UK university to be awarded the Ashoka U Changemaker Campus status in recognition for their commitment to social entrepreneurship. Bonjour. Hello. I was going to say hello, no. <laughs> hello, no. <laughs> uh, welcome, slash welcome back. Yes. To an episode, slash another episode of Powerful Nonsense. This is episode 138. Yes. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about expectations. And why sometimes they suck. They really suck. Um, and again, it's like last week, this is one I think I can talk quite a lot about. Wayne's just fully loaded I'm with just experience like, at the moment. He's going through so many breakthroughs, just... Midlife crisis is what it midlife is. Midlife crisis. <laughs> Not a quarter life crisis. Thirties <laughs> <laughs> looming, thirties looming. It's coming, and actually was... But I'll never be as old as you. Plan, planning a friend's uh, 30th next year dangerous times really yeah that's what it's got to oh dear oh dear not me yet though you got another year right yes and then I've got another year after you it's great we're right we're right yeah we're good we're good and who are you I am Wayne Ingram and I'm Jim Yodis nicely done Jim that that. That was good that was good that was good that was good Um, so we want to talk about specifically the tyranny (laughs) the tyranny of expectation yes and uh, why expectation can often do you bad yes um, so I've had a bit of experience with this recently. Everybody probably is. And one of the things I've learned, and it's been part of the comeback that I have been, that we talked about in the previous episode, is just not putting weight on where I want things to go and where I expect things to go um, and what I want out of certain scenarios and things like that and just kind of... Again, kind of goes back to what we talked about in the previous episode, which if you haven't checked out, check that out, um, which is this idea of controlling your thoughts and controlling your actions and nothing else matters, just let it go. And I think it's just, I, I'm kind of, I've been really focusing recently on just kind of going, do you know what? I know that I'm doing everything I can and that's all that matters. And if if a result doesn't come that I'm hoping for, then that's fine. Another opportunity will come along. It's very Eckhart Tolle, you're being in the now. Yeah. You're embracing the yeah. moment, living... Living in the moment, being present in in the current situation and not being like, I want this out of this. Or just kind of going, you know what, this is good. I'm happy with this. Yeah, I think naturally people are just like loading themselves up expectations of what they expect from themselves, what they assume people expect from them. And I think a lot of time that's so like defeating it. So Mm. the the minute you kind of have an expectation on something, it's the same thing. It's like if you go on a date with someone you find really attractive, you're going to turn up and you're expecting or you want to kind of get in a relationship with that person. You kind of want it to go so well. And so suddenly you put that instantly, you put that pressure on yourself for it Mm -hmm. to work out and to turn up and it go perfectly planned. You're playing it out in your head and you arrive, then it just doesn't. It totally falls flat. And then yeah. you feel hurt, whereas in the better way of looking, like you were saying there, is just if you're in the moment, you say, look, if I turn up with the best the best I can and be me and just be myself, that way you're not kind of loading it with this sort of 
I don't know, perfect outcome. Right. And it doesn't put pressure on you then. And I think a lot of people do that in all aspects of their lives where they're expected to be at a certain point, expected to be a certain person, pressure from parents or whatever else, or mm-hmm. assumed pressure from parents and stuff like that. And I just think, yeah, it's a it's a horrible place to be in because it is defeating. It is kind of like you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, mm-hmm. ultimately. And I think you end up, when you kind of start thinking down that line, of or this is what's expected or this is this is where I want things to be or where other people want things to be you then start acting out of a place of um I don't want to use this word again but inauthentic oh. you kind of start acting from an inauthentic place and you're you're not an organic place I think is probably a better way of putting it is you're you're kind of trying to manufacture these scenarios and manufacture these results even when you haven't necessarily earned it or um, or, or the situation warrants it you're just kind of going well no this is the expectation and you what happens is you end up thinking so you end up getting so much in your own head Mm-hmm. That you're that you're not actually behaving right, but because you're so much in your own head, and you're like, well, this is the expectation. You're taking actions which aren't, yeah, aren't organic, and it and it, but in your mind, it's logical because this is the expectation, and to everyone else, it just comes across as like oh, that was a really weird thing to do. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, I know Philip McKern talks a lot about this this idea that the logic is above the shoulders, and most of us live above the shoulders, whereas. I think an aspect of sort of letting go is sort of like they say, trusting mm. your heart, going back to what feels right rather than actually what uh, logically on the surface may may look like it's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah. And you just end up with this, this constant stress of pressure. And I just don't, don't think it's a very, very helpful place to be in. Mm. Um, and yeah, and you kind of, I think what then happens, it becomes a downward spiral, is because then you kind of, you behave in this unorganic way um and then things don't because it doesn't feel right to in whatever whatever angle it doesn't feel right on some level and then because it doesn't feel right whatever you've done usually doesn't land right and so then you that start going well that didn't land right and then you go well i did i did something wrong and then you then put pressure on yourself and sometimes you end up going, oh, well, I've gone fucked up there. And then you're like, but I have these expectations, so I, I kind of want to fix it. So then you start acting even more from an unorganic place to try and fix the damage that you've created. And then you just it just becomes this cycle. And, and then you just get into this place where everything's going wrong because you're you're trying to force things rather than... And I think a lot of that sort of expectations comes from, like, personalities who are kind of, like, want perfection. I think we all want everything to unfold exactly as planned. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, unfortunately, life gets in the way and that doesn't really go as smoothly. Right. And I do think um, Tony Robbins has these uh, sort of... He sort of talks about these two sort of motivations. I think one was, like, significance and the other one's control. And I think expectations plays up on our actual need for control right and so expectations is kind of like your brain's like okay logically tell me if i move from here to here to here to there this is going to happen and obviously that's just not life it doesn't pan out that way you can't kind of it goes back to that sort of like there's randomness so much randomness that you cannot really one doesn't like a doesn't always lead to b unfortunately when it comes to life well that's it and i think i think to get really existential here which i feel we're already getting it feels very deep very quick yeah (laughs) but i i kind of feel like i i feel like the the problem with expectations is um and living through expectations is it is kind of existential Mm -hmm. just by its very nature 
because you're already thinking outside of yourself before you've even begun. Mm. Um, but I, I think the thing, uh, if you, the way you have to look at it is that ultimately, unless you are religious, uh, in which case I apologise if I offend you, but um, ultimately, every, everything in this world that we live in has happened by accident. It's kind of happened by chance. It's not happened because, unless you're religious, it hasn't happened because somebody's gone, I want it to be like that. It's just happened. And it's been organic. And it's, it's the right things have happened at the right time, in the right place, with the right amount of energy, and it's happened. Perfect chaos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, in a way, and this is, again, something I've had to learn the hard way, is, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you almost have to just embrace that chaos and embrace the fact that it's not going to go as you planned it to go and and actually just love the chaos. Just enjoy it. Uh, I'm really starting to love when a curveball's thrown my way at the moment because I suddenly go, oh, this isn't this exciting. Something new, yeah. Yeah, as opposed to kind of going, oh, that's ruined my plans because it's not about my plans. It's about my plans for me, obviously, but everything, nobody else cares. Mm. Like, really? Nobody else cares. They've got their own plans. You might be throwing a curveball to them with your expectations and, and throwing your weight into where you want it to go. The just question came to my mind, I guess, is how much of our expectations come from our, like, personal stories? And I think mm. a lot of Big the time, time. Um, like, people's expectations are often based on the history more than it is yeah. the uh, potential where they want to go. And another thing I heard from Wayne Dyer recently, he was saying, like... When you think about a boat on the sea, mm-hmm. um, we look and you look at like the uh, the ripples going away from it. What do they call the the wake from the boat? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, away. yeah. I know what you mean. He says yeah. when you think about it, what actually makes the boat go forward it is the engine that's in the boat in that moment. Uh-huh. But often the times we're looking at the wake as if it's the thing that propels. We're going to propel the boat forward, but actually that's just moving away. But a lot of the time we set our expectations based on the wake, which is never going to push the boat forward. Oh, that's really interesting. I think I get. I think I get what. So we're looking at. We focus on everything else but the thing that's important. Basically, we're yeah. looking at. We're looking at. Um, so let's say it is a, looking at the horizon is not going to make you go forward. Looking at yeah. the wakes not going to make you go forward. Right. Actually... It's kind of like looking at looking at the job interview in a way. Let's yeah. use that as an, as an analogy because I think I'm just trying to work out <laughs> if I have got this right. So rather than looking at you, the boat and how you can move forward, right, Mm -hmm. by prepping for your job interview, doing your research and all that, as an example, right? Instead, you're looking at the bigger picture, almost too much. You're kind of going, well, look, uh, you're looking at the company, you're looking at the people that are interviewing you, you're looking at the... Right, yeah. That way, maybe you kind of too focused on how perfect that job's going to be when you're in there. And right. It's the, it's the only oh, I job. See. It's the, if, if it's, it's again looking at the horizon. You're saying, if I don't get this job, that's it. Life's over. I'm never going to reach that destination. I'm never mm-hmm. going to. And then the other side of it, which I think most people get stuck in, is looking at the weight of the boat, which is, you know what? I never get jobs when they go for this much money. I'm never going to get that. Last time I was in an interview, it was really embarrassing. I messed up. I never get the jobs I want. And so it's kind of that, again, it goes probably like like you said at the beginning, <laughs> with the whole Eckhart Tolle in that moment. Mm-hmm. It is that, the, the now focus, which I think is really important. But I think, unfortunately, a lot of our expectations are based on the wake. But then at yeah. the same time, People always say, "Well, you need to have because the foresight and the the stuff in front is what motivates you." But mm-hmm. then, 
where actually that's good to see the foresight, but understand yeah. that actually it's only the moment now that has energy. That really matters. Yeah, that really matters. Yeah, I, th- I think... So it's not rejecting that the... I'm not going to be like a big vision. I'm not going to be like... Mm-hmm. I don't know, bold of where I think I can go, but it's understand that actually, yeah, that's a great place to be, but the, the moment now is the only point where you can actually create something. Right, yeah. And again, because I watched it last night, um, although I mentioned this in one of the other episodes we recorded today, uh, I was watching Darren Brown, Miracle. Mm-hmm. And he covered, He actually talks about a lot of this stuff, and one of his big focuses is on this story that we tell ourselves. And I think, and something I heard a long time ago, but it's really stuck with me, uh, I heard it from Brian Rose on London Real, um, but, I, but he was quoting someone else, and I can't remember who it was, um, which was that, um, and again, I'm going to go bigger picture again here a little bit, but he says, depression is trying to control your past, and anxiety is trying to control your future. Mm-hmm. And I think we put so much pressure on ourselves. Like, depression and anxiety are an all-time high at the moment. Maybe we're more aware of it. Maybe mm-hmm. that's got something to do with it. But we're putting so much pressure on ourselves at every stage of life now. Mm-hmm. Every single stage of life. Even people, kids in year two are taking SATs exams to find out how, how well they're doing at Potential, school. Yeah. And then it's the next and the next ones and the next ones. It's always like there's always something more that you have to do to fulfill everyone's expectations. And then we get out of, we finish school and it's like, right, now on to uni. We've got to get that degree and then we've got to go out and we've got to get that job. And then it's like, right, well, by the time I'm this age, I mean, I did it as a kid. I thought by the age of 26... Because my parents were quite young when they... I thought, by the age of 26, I'm going to have my own house. I'm going to be married. I'm going to have kids. And look, I'm 27 and I ain't got shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I think we put that much pressure on making sure that we tick those boxes all the time. That we're constantly kind of looking for the next kind of... What's my next chess move? Mm -hmm. Rather than just kind of throwing the paint at the wall... And seeing if it looks nice. Uh-huh. And I think that's it. I think that the looking ahead and looking behind is so tiring. Yeah. It's so tiring. It literally takes away the power of the day, which is the, the moment you can make it. It's like with a depressed person. Like you say if they're looking backwards, it means they don't want to take any action today. If you're looking forward, it seems too big and too challenging that you can't start today. It so mm-hmm. goes back to that. What you achieve in a year, you underestimate what you can achieve in a year. Yeah, you texted me this only about two weeks ago, so you should know this one. So it's Every, I think everybody underestimates what they can no, do. You, yeah, you overestimate, overestimate what, what you can, can do, do in a year, year. And you underestimate what you can do in like 10 years. Yeah. And I think it comes back to that. I think it's only those little steps. It's, it's really, ultimately, the main point of this first 15 minutes is mm. just the power is in the now, ultimately. Yeah, definitely. Eckhart Tolle, good book. Read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good point to have a break. So uh, whilst whilst this break is happening, mm-hmm. go buy Eckhart Tolle. Yes. <laughs> What's the title? Uh, the Power of Now. Got go loads do of that. The videos on YouTube as well, so check those out. Yeah, and listen to the listen to the ads, obviously. <laughs> Back in a moment. So we thought we'd just take a few seconds just to say thank you to our sponsor, yep. the University of Northampton huge thank you to them for supporting the show um so why should you check them out well first of all we're alumni we went there so everything that we kind of deliver to you it kind of comes from them in a way um but also they're not just about getting a degree the thing we love about northampton uni 
from experience is the fact that you come out of your course with your degree, but also there's so many options on the table. They understand that it's not just about going out and getting a job anymore. It's also about the possibility of setting up your own business and becoming an entrepreneur. And to top that off, <laughs> it's not just about setting up a business. It's about setting up a social enterprise. That's their specialist area. So if you're thinking of setting up a business, it can also be one that's doing good to the world and delivering social impact. So check them out, northampton.ac.uk. And a huge thank you to them for supporting the show. Welcome back. Hello. So we're talking about expectations. Everybody's purchased their book. They're everyone's now, everyone's going to purchase they're their in book. in the present, just yep. listening to this. <laughs> yeah. Good. And breathe. Mm-hmm. In and out. Coming soon, Wayne's uh, pre-bedtime relaxation tape. Type <laughs> Got the fuck to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're talking about expectations. And... Um, a question that's kind of cropped up in the break is whose expectations are you playing to? Mm-hmm. Are they your own expectations? I think we've talked about this in a lot of episodes in many ways, but let's look at it through the angle of expectations specifically. Like, who are you trying to... Yeah, whose expectations are you acting against? Is it your expectations and what you want or is it the expectations of everyone around you and society and all that sort of stuff that's putting this extra pressure on you that, frankly, you could do without? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't need that. It's funny when you... Um, I just watched uh, Tony Robbins' uh, documentary, a new one, I'm Not Your Guru, which is a great watch. Oh, I, do, I really need to watch that. I haven't got, it's on Netflix, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Really, really good documentary. And I think if you look at um, when he's doing some of the breakthroughs with people, like just chatting to them, I think a lot of it comes back to... He always says, like, his, his girl's, like, in one of them, is like, oh, um, I really just can't keep up with my diet. And it, it, she starts with, like, yeah, just not eating the right things. I've just got no motivation to keep doing it. And then he, he just goes straight in. He's like, who are you trying to impress? Like, And then she's like, oh, well, I just want to keep like fit for, like, duh, duh, and stuff like that. And he gets to the core of it and he says, look, all of us have someone we're trying to please. Like, wherever it's, mm-hmm. And it usually is like someone in your family, your yeah, your parents, maybe it's an older brother, maybe it's like someone you're feeling pressure would rise by. And I think a lot mm-hmm. of it does come from within the home. I do think that first 16 or however many years you're at home yeah. is literally tailoring what you believe you expect from yourself. Like, yeah. I was like that, I'm sure. Like, yeah, like, I think everybody can think a lot. Themselves. A lot of the deep diving I've done recently, I'm like, yeah, that's come from my parents or uh-huh. that's come from the people I spent a lot of time with my uncles and this, that and the other, yeah. And I think that's where your brain's most vulnerable and it sets what it thinks you should be doing to be a good person or what you think makes you a man or makes you a woman or makes you a successful person. And I think ultimately when you do do that deep dive which is hard and I think a lot of time you probably need someone to kind of guide you through it but you can think about it yourself like I do think you can kind of I think we said about the what was it the uh, emotional onion or the um, mental onion or something that kind of idea of keep peeling down the layers of questioning so like okay um, if you've got an expectation that you have to be the best at everything you do then go back a layer and say, why? Uh, well, but that's because since I was at school, I was always the best, but why? Oh, because my parents told me that I was always special and I was the hardest working and I was really clever and I was the cleverest in the family. Okay, why did they say that? Well, actually, because they wanted to motivate you and they love you and they hope that you can do try hard. And you go down and keep going down the layers and layers. Yeah, and you then get it's like, the... well, why did they want to motivate you? It's like, well, then maybe they had a shit childhood yeah. and then it just go- then becomes an even yeah. bigger thing, doesn't it? And I think a lot of the time, like that, sometimes it is that pressure from the family that was very came from a very loving place who's mm-hmm. just been 
put through your filtration system in your mind to make it sound like something that's really actually destructive and pressure pressuring and actually they maybe don't care that much about you being that good they just want you to like do as good as you can and be Mm. happy ultimately but it's kind of again you put that story on top of it and I think throughout that documentary of um with Tony Robbins you can really see how that plays in people and everybody's guilty of that I was Mm. guilty of that like there's so many moments where you're setting expectation yourself on yourself based on these past stories or your upbringing or all kinds of things really might even change a little bit later in life where you just talk to someone and say well in the same way, it could have been easy for you to say, like, I want to be an actor, but then someone with a really powerful way of thinking kind of says to you, you know what, you're wasting your time, mate. Like, yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah. I've been doing it 50 years. And I haven't got my break. What do you think? Why do you think you are? You ain't going to do it. I already had these things at this point. And if someone could, like, take it out of you and set a new expectation yeah. for you. So, yeah, it's uh, something to consider. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, just just look at look at where these preset expectations because I think the biggest one, particularly for people our age, particularly for the people our age, the biggest ones at the moment are like, why aren't I married yet? Why aren't I having children yet? Where's my career? What's up? What am I doing with my life? A good friend of mine, you know, her sister's doing very, very well in terms of ticking the boxes. She's got her, she's bought a second house um, and she's a younger sister. So she's like, mid-twenties she's bought a second house she's having her wedding later this year she's already planning children she's got a career um and my friends there going what am what am i doing with my life like i still don't have my career sorted let alone have any boyfriend or anything like that i'm just about managing to wash myself (laughs) and uh yeah and i think and and she certainly feels the pressure from because her family are going well your sister's got her shit together what's what are you doing with your life and of course they're doing it in a kind of way to motivate but it comes across then as like i'm not fulfilling expectations and i'm not and then she has a breakdown because she's like my life's going nowhere i'm like look just calm down work out what you want and if Mm -hmm. what you are doing right now is what you want then that's fine Mm -hmm. if it's not then something needs to change but you have to work out what needs to change nobody else can can tell that for you and i think that's also the other thing as well like some people are on a path and some people will be on a path that takes longer Mm -hmm. but we're in this world where it's just like no quick success go 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 if you're not earning six figure salary by the time you're 40 you're a failure yeah and i think there's a really great uh, speech i think it's at a university where jk rowling speaks about this and she says i was a failure till harry potter mm-hmm. and that was what age like she was quite late i think it was what full in her 40s or something i don't yeah, know something, probably something was. like that yeah in her 40s and she was like up to that point i was a failure ultimately yeah. and it's kind of like well you don't know your moment might not be today but it could be 30 years down the line mm-hmm. and it's neat again it's not that that moment defines you as being a success but up to that point everybody had expectations of her as she is a failure she's not doing the right things why is she wasting her time writing these books mm-hmm. stuff like that and so it's again you don't put that much pressure on yourself it is enjoying the things you do in that moment and it's yeah it's just not wise to put too much expectation on yourself because ultimately all you're doing is hiring a bully, a bully that's in your head mm-hmm. who's just going to constantly beat you down and tell you why you're not enough well that's it the the self-talk that we give ourselves and it's usually that self-talk is usually based around seeing what everybody else is doing and as we have said many many times like don't don't judge it off of that because they've got their shit they're dealing with they're just not showing it and i think that's what we've got to realize as well is like all these people that are filling expectations 
presumably. They're not fulfilling all of the expectations that they have on themselves, that other people have on them. And this is the thing as well. Okay, yeah, we've all got general expectations that society have has of us. But also there are other expectations. Think about the the person whose family were like, no, you're going to become a lawyer because you're going to make a lot of money. And they're like, I have absolutely no interest in law. Actually, I'd rather be a musician. And, and that's probably a constant battle because they could probably feel like they're di- a disappointment to their family, like, just because they decided, they decided <laughs> that they didn't want to do what was expected of them. Mm-hmm. And and so we're all kind of battling with these non-fulfilled expectations. I have them myself that I deal with. I had expectations I set myself, as I said. I thought by the time I was 26, I was going to have my life together. <laughs> and my God... I don't. <laughs> and that's fine. And actually, now I've got to the point where I've kind of gone, yeah, I haven't got my life together. And do you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that right now. And and so, yeah, I mean, don't... The hardest thing to do is is make expect, put expectations on yourself based around other people because that... I mean, you're just not going to be happy that way. Mm-hmm. And I think as well, like if if you have those expectations put on you, and then you are forced to go and do something to become successful, like you decide to become the lawyer instead. I think Tony Robbins has this great phrase, and he says, um, "The worst thing you can do is be successful but unfulfilled." Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that sort of thought on the line that yeah, you can be externally successful because you've gone and met those expectations of others, but that does not guarantee you're going to feel fulfilled. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people need to think about as well is that actually fulfillment usually comes from doing the things that you know you want to do rather than just trying to meet other people's expectations. Mm -hmm. So the question, I guess, is then if you had a choice of being successful or fulfilled... He's doing air quotes for the podcasters. (laughs) Successful or fulfilled, but you couldn't have both. Would, Would you always go for... Fulfilled over successful. So I suppose the the real question is perceived fulfillment or genuine fulfillment. Yeah, I think it's. um, Would you? Is it more about how you how other people see how how good of a life you have versus mm. how good of a life you actually have? And when um, uh, Tony Robbins uses this phrase like success versus fulfillment, he said, "Look at." What's his name, the one who committed suicide, the actor Robbins? Robin Williams. Robin Williams. He said the guy externally was successful and said he wanted to make every person happy and he made the world happy, but mm-hmm. he couldn't make himself happy. Well, Which I don't mm, want to kind of open up a can of worms. Yeah, because I mean, like that, a, that's, he uses that's not that, true. <laughs> he, he uses that, he uses that yeah. context, so I don't know what you're... What's not so true about that? Because well, he was highly successful, yeah, but, but he was but, obviously but not it wasn't, it was, No, that, that wasn't why he killed himself. Okay, I don't know it was due before. to illness not not mental illness obviously it was mental illness but it was also there were other things going on well, he's actually physically ill he had like a disease so i heard i heard recently because at first this is all breaking news like i only recently, know the surface level of everybody else well it's shortly doing. after he committed suicide this is completely off topic but it's okay hey, I'm, I'm quite interested uh he committed suicide and about a few weeks after it came out that he'd recently been diagnosed with parkinson's okay um which also is an onset of, will also exacerbate depression, which he has a history of. And I thought that was why he killed himself. But I heard apparently yesterday, funny enough, I heard that there was another element to the story, which was actually that he had uh, been recently diagnosed with a uh, type of dementia. And this is horrendous. And I was like, 
yeah, I kind of see why he, why he did what he did. Um, it's a particular type of dementia where you're hyper aware of what's happening to you. You're hyper aware of the fact that, that you're not remembering and, and that your your mind is deteriorating. So it's not like a dementia where you're not really aware. You know how like with dementia sometimes they don't know what's going on mm. and they're kind of oblivious to it. With this it was more like, oh, actually, no, like you're hyper aware. Well, I thought that was sort of like the phase of dementia anyway where you kind of realise you're forgetting stuff, which is why usually people take themselves to mm-hmm. the doctors and say, okay, just keep forgetting things. Mm-hmm. And, but, yeah, I didn't know that, but yeah. obviously. So it's not so much about making himself happy there was other stuff going on. Okay. But, but Tony Robbins did say like this was like probably like two, three years ago. And but the point still yeah. stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, point still stands. the point still stands. But whether that's a whole debate on whether there's ever a right time to take your life, which I think... I don't, I don't think that's for this podcast. Yeah, that is just <laughs> not for this podcast. But, yeah, that's... Yeah. There you go. I educated you, go. you somewhat today. There you go. For the first time. <laughs> So, we went a little bit off topic, but I yeah, just think... I think I think the important thing to remember is just don't don't put expectations on what's currently happening to you. Like, all the good stuff, don't sabotage it because you're trying to make it go somewhere that it might not necessarily go. Enjoy the chaos. Mm-hmm. And secondly, make sure that the expectations, that if you are putting any on yourself, are coming from the right place, not the mm-hmm. wrong place. Love it. Cool. So, we'll wrap up there. Mm-hmm. So, um... Again, if you like the episode, give us a thumbs up on YouTube and leave us a nice, shiny review on iTunes. And if you haven't hit subscribe, then please do on iTunes or YouTube. And uh, hit us up on Twitter, at PN underscore podcast. Oh, and actually, there are quite a few little resources that we put out in this episode, weren't there? So I should probably point you to the show notes, which is powerfulnonsense.com forward slash one. Thanks very much for tuning in, guys, and we'll catch you next time. See you later.